Good morning. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. So, here we go. Yeah, let's What's do up? it. <laughs> well, you know, I think we didn't shout out some birthdays last week. So, we have last week and this week. So, I may just kick that off. Yeah. If that's cool. All right. So, June 11th, I hope you had a good birthday, Steph L. Um, June 19th, which is coming up, Jen H is turning 42. It's also Rocio C on June 19th. On Chloe K was June 13th. Christy G. Dot Z is June 25th. Anessa O is turning 23 on June 18th, also this week. Um, today we have Amanda R and Troy K, both on June 17th. Crystal S on June 26th, next week. I'm just playing it safe next week. You know, just hitting this week, next week, last week. Um, Leanne M is was yesterday, June 16th. Hope you had a good day. Kristen D, last week on June 10th. Lynn B, on June 20th. And also last week, Alyssa L, on June 12th. So I hope you guys had a lot of um, fun last week. Um, those this week and those next week. Um, hopefully, with quarantine lifting a lot of places, you're able to do something. Um, or maybe you were out marching last week, or I don't know. Just hope you did what you wanted to do. Yes. Happy, happy birthday. Happy B day. <laughs> oh, so I have a few things that's been that have been going on since we last spoke. How about you? Um, yeah, uh, I've, I was just working on the episode so much I didn't really prepare anything, but I can go through my shots with you. Okay, well, we've got this whole new PR tour, which um, we talked about last week, but for me, it's it's still feeling icky to me, and I've had a lot of people message me, and they've been watching, like, the Google algorithms, and it seems like, you know, this, the this story comes out, the pregnancy story, and then it buries all the face stories, so the face stories go away. So anytime you Google Stasi, that's what came up. And then, you know, okay, that kind of fizzled out, then the face stories bubbled up again. Oh, now they're going to announce her her due date. Oh, then the face stories were buried down again. I don't know, it just seems like this PR um, team really is working hard, and that is their job, and I'm sure they're advising Stasi, so who knows if it's the crisis team or she's just following what she thinks is the thing to do based on their experience. Um, but for me, it just—it still feels gross to me. Like with her announcing, you know, that they're due the first week of January. If you really do the math, that means like six to eight weeks that she's along, and I just think that's so early that I wouldn't want her to set herself up for anything um, to announce. But then at the same time, it's kind of like, well, if it is too early and God forbid something did happen, is this PR team going to turn around and be like, you know, all this stress and comments from haters just, you know, made this happen. And so it's kind of, 
I'm kind of icky either way, but I mean, I certainly hope everything goes well and maybe this does help her. Like you had suggested that perspective and angle. So maybe in this case, it is wise to announce early. So maybe um, she'll get more empathy rather than criticism um, to help de-stress the situation. But, but just feels a little exploitative to me. Um, I've, I would feel way too paranoid um, feeling like I'm using my baby for something like that I'd be afraid I'd jinx it so I'm a little superstitious you guys know when we've had guests on we never announce them because I always feel like when you do that and then if something happens they cancel or just something happens uh, well let's take um, Kara for example Kara was super excited to do the podcast we we're excited to have her on um, but Bravo, NBC Universal now says they have to prove everything, even though she's like not even a full-time cast member. And they're like, nope. So it's like, had we announced that, it would have been like, oh, everyone would have been disappointed. We still told you about it, but after the fact, right? So I don't know. I guess I just err on the side of caution. And I don't personally like doing those things, but it's not my life. So she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. I think for for me what would have been a better route. Um I didn't watch Hannah Brown's apology, but some were saying it was like a 20-minute live video and apology and kind of saying like where she's been at, what she's doing. Maybe Sassy could have done something like that cuz her fans do want to hear from her. And then maybe said she's like enrolled in some kind of educational awareness program or class maybe she's doing some kind of fundraiser like Sheena was doing you know to help um, Black Lives Matter and then just stayed out of the spotlight not arranged pre-planned paparazzi pictures um, you know what everyone has been saying so like that the shots of her and Bo it was by what was it Batgrid which is a paparazzi group that is known for working together with PR firms. So they're, you know, planned shots. Like you said last week was a, a planned setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, but someone else pointed out, and I thought this was a good point, because if you listen to Stasi's podcast during quarantine, she was really paranoid. She never laughed when some of her friends, I think she had Lala on, they were saying, oh, they were going to Arizona. They were doing this, doing that. And Stasi was too paranoid. She's like, well, I'll let all you guys do it first. And and see how it goes and then maybe I'll emerge so I thought it was interesting that she emerged but without a mask now I emerge without a mask but she's just a little paranoid so I would have thought especially in LA where a lot you know that's more prevalent on the day-to-day street than perhaps where you and I are but I thought that was an interesting point well she I mean they she did have a mask she just in some when she was walking outside she wasn't wearing it hmm I didn't see that. Yeah, she. I mean, like when they went into the restaurant, they both had a mask on. Oh, I didn't see any pictures of them in the restaurant. Okay. I mean, you like it's like at the doorway. It, it, the whole thing is like ridiculous. Yeah, it's such a setup. But yeah, so when they're on the sidewalk, they don't have their mask, which is yeah, that's a LOL. And then, like as they're getting close, they're holding their bag. You know, like so they're showing like when we went in, we wore it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's, ugh, dumb. <laughs> And then people were commenting on her followers that um, they were at 2.2, went down to 2, then back up to 2.1. So people were speculating like she, and I don't think she would. I think this 
crisis PR firm. That sounds like something they would do is then, you know, buy more followers to save that image to sell her into the future. And also, again, not bad ideas. Uh, just noting things that people are noticing and speculating on. So I don't know what the right way to do it is. I don't think she can really win either way. For me, it just seems like more of a tasteful thing to kind of just maybe step away for a while, maybe say something a little more than an Instagram post when half the world doesn't even have Instagram. Um, It's just a black square, which also a black square just seemed a little... Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of that. So maybe say something more heartfelt. I don't know if it's just a video or an interview. Show actionable steps you're taking to grow instead of just using this to squeeze out every drop of press can. I don't know. It just makes it seem a little insincere to me. Well, and then the other thing that I thought was like a little bizarre too, where um, is like you know she she did have a link up on her Instagram profile where you could give to the Black Lives Matter movement, and um, when she got this new PR firm, she removed that and just put their info. So it was kind of like okay, I yeah. I was doing that when I was like really busted, but now they will handle it, and I I'm not addressing this anymore. And that that um yeah, a little bit of like a some sort of action would help the news of this a little bit. And you know everyone everyone wants to feel. I mean, it's the news of a baby is very exciting, but yeah, there's something just super off about it. And um, it's it's actually reminding me a lot of um, I mean it's like a typical you know move that that these people make just like how uh, Randall Emmett's new movie coming out is starring um, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly and suddenly it's come out that they're dating right now and the paparazzi's all over it like this always happens with the movie suddenly the co-stars start dating so it drums up attention for the movie and like we're, we're like I want to see them in this movie where they fell in love together like what what movie is this is it by Randall <laughs> Emmett like it's so obvious that this is all being right. you know generated for this movie I mean like it's a Brad and Angelina yeah, thing. yeah and it's like thinks, yeah, yeah. Ugh, I, I, I don't get it <laughs> well speaking of Randall uh, apparently Jackson and Randall no longer follow each other um, and Brittany follows Lala but Lala does not follow Brittany so I wonder if that's just because I know like Lala and Randall don't follow each other um, so I wonder if it's just did Lala never follow Britney? She's just not paying attention or has somehow her recently talking with Faith uh, affected that relationship at all with like, like Stassi, Kristen and Britney? Mm. Maybe. I didn't think of that. I can definitely see Lala f- pivoting real quickly and maybe reestablishing. Um, granted, she did talk with uh, Faith before this happened, so I'm not questioning motives there but I can see her reacting and pivoting um, because that would right now she doesn't really have any which her and Katie are going to hang out like that doesn't even seem you know Mm. I mean I know they hang out on the PJ but they just doesn't seem natural yeah Um, assuming well we'll see what happens with Jackson Brittany but yeah I could see her angling to stay on the show and relevant because she really wasn't necessary last season people commented on the reunion like they forgot she was there and when she spoke up it was just to like 
butt her head into someone else's business, you know? Yeah. There were no questions for Lala, really. Besides, why were you an asshole and didn't stick up for Ariana? (laughs) I mean, that was one scene. Yeah. But. Well, speaking of Jax, so we've got Jax and Lance Bassgate. So, Lance, for those of you guys that don't know, Jax and Lance are in business together with this drink mix called Just Add X, with the acronym being Jax. Um, I don't know why they ever thought it was a good idea to sell an alcohol product from a bartender that doesn't know how to make any drinks and is notorious for being a terrible bartender, but that's on you guys, um, Lance and Jax. But apparently, so Lance said on his podcast, I mean, that he asked Jax to step down, that they can't be associated with his kind of behavior. He said he was very ignorant and that he just doesn't get it, will never get it, that he's going to lose everything. He thinks Bravo will fire him, and he just had to cut ties with him. He said he had a phone call with Jax. Also, Lance was, like, schooling him on some of, you know, Jax's uh, tweets, and Jax was like, I don't get it. People can say this about these people and whatnot. You guys can listen to that on Lance Bass's, or people have written about it. I'm not going to repeat it, but... Um, you know, some of the remarks he makes that are just atrocious. Um, now, Holly and I had a couple thoughts on this, like, okay, finally. And I love that he said these things on his podcast, like, ignorant, nope, he doesn't get it, nope, there's lots of issues with him. But come on, Lance, he, how have you not known this? You can't, he's like suddenly Lisa Vanderpump taking a, a page out of her book. Like, Everybody knows how disgusting Jax is about his tweets. And even if you don't know, you're going into business. This whole product is called Jax that you're you know, in business with. If you're not paying attention to what he's doing or has someone on your team isn't given his track record that you know about, then you're a bad business person, okay? Because that's pretty much common sense 101. Like, hmm, maybe we should watch what these people are doing since they're brand ambassadors or investors. We need to make sure we're all aligned with the same philosophy, right? Yeah. But like you said, it's kind of a Lance being a fair-weathered friend, kind of a two-faced backstabber. Like, oh, he's all it's all rainbows and roses for, oh, I'm on TV. I'm going to be the pastor. Well, it seems like, yeah, even like since that podcast, which, yeah, when I heard it, it just completely rubbed me the wrong way. I felt like Lance still wasn't taking ownership of like what he should have maybe done in this situation. And he was like, you know, just kind of like now when it's like convenient to be against Jax, he's like finally saying something. But um, his Lance's husband got um, defensive yesterday after the mm-hmm. podcast and did a bunch of uh, tweets, you know, so someone basically said like, how can you talk like this and his husband was like it's not to save face but feel free to do what you want we've always known he was an a-hole but his racist comments weren't made aware to Lance until this past week it's a big leap from just being an a-hole character on TV to writing racist comments on people's posts Um, And then again, and like I said, his racist comments weren't brought up to our attention until this past week. Very much, you know, the same argument that Brittany and Jax had over the tweets 
you know, for what yeah. they were dealing with. Um, and then they said, already going to the wedding, he decided to do that favor. Don't know the convos Lance had with Jax when he brought him in originally, specifically telling him he needs to be mature and stop his asshole behavior if he wanted to make the business work. He promised to rise to the occasion, and Lance naively believed he'd actually do it. When he saw what transpired this season on the show, um, and he was doing the same shit he promised he wouldn't do, he continued to be uh, biphobic against Ariana. And then when these comments were, came to light, they uh, uh, immediately wanted to have a gay person ordain their wedding to make a point about um, homophobia and equality. And that's how it was explained to Lance. And Lance thought it was a great way to showcase that. It wasn't until the show aired that he saw how it actually went down. So and he's, I thought he said something like some things he witnessed at the wedding as well. Um, and, but, and then he also said Jackson and Lisa begged him to do the wedding. Which I can see. Yeah, and... Um, Sorry. The um, the girl... Gosh, I, I forget her exact handle on Twitter, but it's like, you know... And love Andy C or something. Yeah. Um, she, uh, she wrote, "Listen, I listened to your podcast. I listened to your podcast. You throw Andy under the bus and talk about how everyone knew for years how awful Jax was. Why would you agree to officiate his wedding and go into business with him?" And Lance answered. Um, and said, 100% I was wrong. I should have paid better attention. I'm just trying to do the right thing. So, okay. um, and you yeah, know people what? People were saying, so you, you don't want to hire a racist or a homophobe, but being an asshole is okay. But, yeah. Well, and I think that that's where, like, as reality TV fans and, you know, like we watch the show that's that's like where i think like the the hard line is drawn it's like are do we view them as just characters and like we laugh at this bad behavior or are we going to put our foot down and say like this isn't funny and we're not watching this as entertainment anymore you know like it's it's true Jax is the bad character and for eight seasons we've sat there and dealt with it you know and been like he's so bad he's so every single cast member has defended his behavior and it's just i mean yeah. so far he's still employed and he's still it's still working so um i don't i would be i would be like i would definitely be feeling feelings of frustration if i was stassi Kristen, brett and max right now because it's mm-hmm. it it kind of isn't fair you know it's like i i, I don't know yeah, and I mean, and just in general, even besides racist and homophobic tweets, just his common courtesy, like just his asshole tweets. I mean, there's just so many levels, like there's homophobic tweets, there's racist tweets, and then there's asshole tweets. It's like, when is it enough? There's a petition going around. You guys, there's an Instagram page called Cancel Jacks. There's a petition on that page you can sign um, there's just thousands of people have, have rallied and, and are demanding it. But I also understand, you know, the network, like, you're not going to tell us what to do. I mean, they are your listeners and your fans, so you should not just throw their opinions out. Because um, clearly you guys don't know best. Because if you did, we wouldn't have had the last two seasons when we had way better storylines and things that you could have shown and didn't. Clearly, it shows the fans are a little more tapped into what the people want than production is. Yeah, you know? and I, I think that's I, I I like truly think that's like a big lesson for um, 
I, I think that reality TV has changed. Like back at the like the first seasons, you know, of reality TV that you and I watched that were like so amazing. You know, the beginning of Bachelor, uh, the Paris Hilton, you know, uh, reality show, Jessica, all that, like all the beginning stuff. Like we could like kind of have our voices heard, but now it's like literally we're watching filming happen before it happens. Like they. I just I feel like the network would be really dumb to not listen and I know that they do I know that they have people on reddit I know there's people in our group and there's you know they listen to our podcast and things like that but um the outcry of for Jax for the for the inappropriateness on Twitter and just the horrible things that he has said to our listeners to us to I mean and and it's not just tweets like he'll say it like in a live video too like he does not care the fact that and I feel like everyone has outcried this for a very long time and for them to be like we didn't know that Jax was up we had no idea about his problematic tweets like that is a lie you can't say that yeah so I don't know yeah well maybe now this will bring a little more light to it with I mean that's the benefit of Lance and his husband coming out with that stuff and and that's I mean honestly like I I think that's great and I think that that is allowed I think that you know when you are ready to talk about something or when you're ready to change like it's not like you can't do that like no you can like he can say you know what he wants he can change his stance and you know I, I I think that that's um that's how change happens it, it might be frustrating to all of us that have seen it the whole time. Then we're like, what, why is this, you know, but it, whatever, he's on his own journey. Yeah. So then Jackson denied it and said, that's not true that he stepped forward last week when some of this started coming out and called them and said, Hey guys, if you want me to step down, I totally understand. And he said the whole team rallied behind him. No, we've got your back, man. So he said it's all a lie, what Lance said. So I'm wondering if the truth is somewhere in the middle, like they asked him to step down as like, a, a, you know, he needs to be a quiet investor, not the face of it, not promoting it, not at events. Um, but if he was indeed a founder and investor, as they say in the articles, um, they'd have to either buy him out or go to court to try and dissolve it or something. So I wonder if they're just like, fine, you can still have your cut, but don't say a word. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I wonder, I have a feeling that is what happened. And, and now all of this may make that like, you know, they will have to go take some final steps, you know, with their attorney to, to well, take Well, they of should that. now. With him denying it, it just shows he's not going to be quiet. He's not going to no. shut up. He's not going to hold up his end of the bargain. Mm-mm. So you might as well try and dissolve it right now. Yeah, totally. God. <laughs> oh, well, should we get into the episode or is there anything else? You can um, the other thing, so while, you know everyone in the Vanderpump world is kind of, you know, they've been watching Stassi's news, seeing what's happening with Jax. Uh, Sheena um, and Raquel whooped it up this weekend. Um, It was Brock's birthday, right? Yep. So, um, I I just, I I was picturing that, like, like, let's, like, reverse that this happened to Sheena and Stassi was the one who, you know, still was employed and stuff like she 100% would do the same thing um and I I thought it was nice to see Sheena happy and I think it's um I feel like this is all unfortunate 
for everybody because like this all of this because it's really you know it's people who don't even know what Vanderpump Rules is now are, are very aware of what's going on and it's just it's it's um it's kind of a bummer for people that are still employed on the show because I don't know what's going to happen and I truly felt that this um that I was watching the last Vanderpump Rules last night I really did yeah um that's the thing I mean I don't I think they're probably all under gag orders I heard Lala's coming out with a podcast probably today so we'll see if she says anything but I doubt it it'll be very very generic um and yeah clearly Sheena hasn't addressed it on her podcast at all so I don't yeah that that would be very very hard because you you don't really you know you don't want to um get involved in that and that was you know something that like it's but everyone wants you to talk about it so that would be very difficult and, and also, none of them have, like, come at any commenters. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times people will take up for each other, but everyone's been quiet. Yeah, I mean, the actually, Sheena, I think, has, like, said the most, like, to fans and stuff. Like, at least she is, um, like, responding. Like, you know, when they're like, what does it feel like to be the new Queen Bee? Like, she'll at least send an emoji and be like, you know, or, or she's commented that they're sad, you know, whatever. But um, nothing that, you know, would... Mm-hmm hurt anyone or anything so yeah 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 well I mean you heard that you did think it was being cancelled I heard that it was being renewed so it's probably you know what they probably all of these decisions have been made and they keep changing every day I'm guessing maybe now it's leaning towards cancelling or just rebooting to something different um, which would be okay yeah so I guess we'll just, I mean, they they just announced, yesterday I saw an article of, you know, all the shows canceled and renewed. Um, it was like one of those annoying slideshows where you have to Ugh. hit next, next, and it was 137. So I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I got to 37 and I was like, fuck it. And I'm like, I don't even think that this one's going to be in there because it was more, I don't know. I mean, I guess they had Netflix shows and everything, but... I couldn't click 137 times. Sorry, all those pop-ups and ads. Yeah, yeah, no. We would have heard about yeah. it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, they have to make an announcement soon, though. Yeah, but maybe they're maybe they're working out casting and contracts before they make any kind of announcement. Yeah, maybe. Seeing what they can do for writing their storylines. Yeah. Wonder if they'll keep Jerry. Yeah. That or, would, or Jerry might, you know, walk from the network to stay with Stassi. You know, he might say, I, I'm done too then. I <laughs> know. Uh, well, that's I'm like, do is it safe to have him? Would he sabotage the show? What yeah, <laughs> uh, like or, or he's like, you know what? If you guys are gonna do this to Stassi, I'm out. And they're like, Alright, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay. <laughs> People wanted a fresh look anyways. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> All right. Well, this episode opens with my first line is, Holly will like this. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, yeah. So Ariana, um, you know, they're, Andy's all frantic. He's like, where, every, where, where's T Sandy? Why, why? And, and Ariana's like, he's going pee. And um, 
And she's like, I, I don't know. Like, I went pee and poop. Um, yeah, because Andy's like, we've had 20 minutes, guys. Uh, you know he's in there preening. Yeah. Primping preening. Yeah. She's like, I know. And then, yeah. She said that, so I knew you would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I was I was happy for her. I was like, oh, she probably feels good sitting there. I feel like Charlie would like that comment, too. She likes mm-hmm. pooping. Um, so we open up with um, a Stassi and Bo engagement montage. And I had just had such a hard time. I mean, I had a hard time watching last week's episode, too. You know, but this one, for some reason, like I said, it felt very final to me. Um, it was it was weird watching Stassi and Bo. It was weird watching all of them. I don't know. It just it felt weird to me. But um, so they do the, the montage of, you know, uh, is Bo going to propose? Oh, you know, yes, I'm not getting a ring. Oh, must be nice to have your second wedding. I've never had one. Catching the bouquet, you know, all of it. Yeah. Um, and, oh. yeah. Um, I noticed how Jax was just laughing and enjoying it. And, oh, that's great. That's great. But you know if that montage was about Sheena, he'd be like, this is pathetic. See, I told you she's so desperate. Just lay off, back off, you know? Stop pressuring him. But with Stasi, he was just like, oh, this is great. Oh, what a hoot. You know, it's just so. Never once did he say desperate or pathetic. But if it was Sheena or Kristen, you know, p- pushing for that proposal, he would have been all over that in a negative spin. I also think that, like, part of Jax liked seeing Stasi not get what she wants like I also think that was like part of his enjoyment in that like um you know while Stassi was wanting an engagement ring from Bo or whatever and wasn't getting one like I I think he liked that I don't know like I get a weird feeling that he was like well I already gave that to Brittany you know I I don't know it was like a, a weird thing but what I um I mean obviously I've said this before but um because it's the reunion we'll repeat since they're repeating everything um the the flashback every single line that Stassi had where she was having to deliver like I said either being like well I guess I'm not getting a ring or hmm I guess I'm never getting engaged she always had this like smirk on her face if you watch that montage again she's literally fighting to not burst out laughing in every single scene leading all the way up until she got engaged it was like I don't know if she was embarrassed having to like grovel like that or she truly just like I've noticed when she's uncomfortable in a scene where she's truly having to act because like it's planned she does this Mm -hmm. smirk thing and I I just felt I know you know all of the everyone was like so excited to see her get engaged and they're so happy for her and everything but to me it felt like I I 100% think she knew the whole time I think this was all you know they presented her the storylines of you're gonna say that you're upset you're not engaged you're not engaged you're not engaged and then here's a storyline for your engagement like I just it it just seemed so planned to me and she's just not a good enough actress to pull it off that it wasn't she had that smirk on in every scene I feel like she had that on at Tom Tom when she got in the fight with Sandoval. Yes. Yeah. See, anytime that she has to like truly perform and like pull something out that isn't real, she smirks. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I, I'm not, I like, I'm sure I would do that too because it's weird, you know? And that's I, like, I just, it just seems like that's her personality too. Like it, she was just like, eh, I don't know. So that, like, 
that's kind yeah, of a well. bummer. I wish that it like really would have been a real, you know, like that she really didn't know. That would have been cool. Like they all have their tells. Like Jax's tell is literally not a tell. It's right there in front of your face when he's mouthing the words oh. <laughs> before he says them. <laughs> and he had so many tells in this reunion episode. Oh my gosh, it was great. <laughs> he, they were both like completely unhinged, off the hook, delusional. Even where Andy's like, if you watched the show, you'd see what I'm dealing with. He was getting so angry. And then, like, and and Jax and Brittany were just like, that part of it was amazing. That it was brilliant filming, everything. Like, shout out to Brie if you were, you know, involved in that, or was she already gone at this point? Um, but there was some there was some editing that I was like, wow, like this uh, this is actually this is good work. This was good work, um, and like I was like I would say like it's a tie for me who the MVP of this um, reunion episode three was. Um, the obvious answer is Ariana. I mean, she just wow, she blew me away in this episode. But mm-hmm. um, the tie for me is once again Jax and Brittany's dogs like I feel like they completely you know stole the show and oh my god that That was insane Jax and Brittany (laughs) shut your dogs up put your dogs away like (laughs) like you're supposed to get a babysitter like I did like Stassi said it's a a pandemic It's it's like you have a huge house you could put them in the pool house because they have that pool house where you could sleep you could put them upstairs you could put them in the garage because the garage is a man cave it's not like a there's oil all over the ground or anything Dude, like J- come Jackson, on Jackson Brittany have a pool house yeah oh my god and you can like tie them up in the backyard there's just a lot of things you can do <laughs> it's a virus going around right now <laughs> the dogs I'm- could get it I mean, I guess if the, it is like 12 hours of filming, I guess I get it. Um, then you let them out on the 20-minute break that you get. Exactly. And put them exactly. in the man cave garage. What about that? Yep. Yeah, because you know they leave for 12 hours when they're filming or when they're going to like a birthday party and getting blackout wasted. They're leaving their dogs. Come on. So they can put them upstairs for... Well, the and, day. and literally every other person in the cast has a dog. Like they're acting like they're the right. only ones that have dogs. Yeah, actually everybody. But like I, this whole like season eight has literally been a troll on their dogs. Like they they showed them pissing and pooping at the castle. They like showed like <laughs> they've showed them like barking up a storm. Like anytime, like there's always like Jackson Brittany's dogs barking like in the subtitles. Like it's literally included there. And even when um, they did the little montage right here about Stassi's um, engagement ring box, and then Jax is like, I know a thing or two about that. Jax is literally in the bathroom, shoving the box down his crotch, and then it says, Jax and Brittany's dogs bark in the background, and you hear them yipping, and it's another subtitle for the dogs. Like it, cle- I think it. Re- they have more like SAG credits than any yeah, of them. It, like they, they have more lines than Rachel O'Brien. Oh, for sure, and, and they also have more lines than that other full-time cast member Zach Wickham. Also, like yeah, possibly, and and, and like more mentions than Peter. Yeah, like it, gosh, 
Oh, I man. was so worried about Peter because it's like, <laughs> as a full time cast, as a full time cast member for eight seasons now, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Oh, it's been oh a yeah, yeah, I'm ride. considered full time. I'm considered a full cast member. They they all say like, that, don't don't okay. they? Is it? The biggest moment of every season. Everybody looks forward to it. It's like my shining crown jewel moment, and I, but I didn't get it. I mean, I don't know. I didn't get it because I don't. I don't watch the show, guys. You know, um, but people been telling me, and I, I just don't understand because that's that's what I'm known for. That makes the whole season, and they didn't zoom me in. He, yeah, he is, pro- he's, he is probably waiting for that call. They could have. If they brought in all those other people at the end, they literally could have been, here's Peter with your, your cocktail, and he could have held a little tray and said, when yeah. you guys are ready to come back to Sir, here's your drink. <laughs> exactly. I don't understand. I mean, talk. I mean, you've already lost uh, four main cast members. Like, why are you disrespecting the, the number one guy in the group? <laughs> I did. I, I did feel like he was like he got like a little bit of a nod from Lisa when um, when Andy's like, let's talk about two of your managers. Um, she's like, well, let's get one thing straight. Danica is an assistant manager, you know. And it was like that was a little nod to Peter because you know, just let <laughs> well, you know. And a slight to Danica. She really has it out for her. Oh yeah, it's, um, that it's not looking good, man. So uh, we'll finish up with the okay, uh, yeah. when sh- uh, speaking of Jack shoving the ring box down his pants and Schwartz is like, oh, Bubba, what's sexier, a, a penis bulge or a ring bulge? And it's like you can't say those things, Schwartz. It's almost like it feels like incestual or something. It's like you can't make sexual references because it seems wrong. It seems like a violation of some sort. Like, and it's creepy. Okay. Like what? Schwartz is not allowed to have sex because just the the thought of it, it's just it's just wrong. Every time like I he he says that, like rather than like um I don't know, maybe having like like feel like, like being like, Ooh, I'm getting turned on a little bit by him, you know, his sexy voice or something, I immediately go back to him bathing in the river and like it's <laughs> over for me and I'm just like, Ew. And then like I think of you saying like swamp like swampiness and then I'm just like done. Or sitting on the toilet in New Orleans or... Yeah, it's... Yeah, the sexiness has been wiped away for some reason. And, I mean, in the beginning, like, uh, Schwartz was a major sex symbol on this show. And it's, like, truly been whittled away at. And it's not there anymore. Well, he was the best looking. And then he had, you know, he was charming and funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then just somewhere along... Yeah. Somewhere along the line, that just got too sloppy. Totally. Now, what did you think about, um, you know, Stassi's like, I just have to tell you, the reason I got so upset at that dinner was I, I, he was wearing these tight pants and the mic pack was in there and I thought that it was a ring. And then like an hour and a half through, I was like, I'm done. But it's like, I'm sorry, you guys, didn't you guys get mic'd up together? Weren't you both standing there? You're literally filming a scene. There's no one else there. You were just like, is that a mic pack or isn't it? Like, hmm. Like, you've literally been filming for eight seasons and you thought that was a ring box? Very good point. And they would have gotten mic'd up together. Yeah. Like, it was like, come on. (laughs) And she should be, like, seasoned on what it looks like and where it goes. You know, like, that just... 
I felt like that was like a like look, I'm gonna break Doesn't the fourth. He normally... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna break the fourth wall for the fans and let them know that like there's a mic box and I thought it was a ring box. Like they're not fooling us. Like that's that's not what you thought. And if he put it there, that he probably normally puts it there. So she's probably used to it. Yeah. I mean, what else is he like duct taping it to his arm? Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Um. Okay. Da, 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 da. So then Andy asks Kristen about um what she thought of Carter telling Bo that he was cold blooded, owed Kristen, you know, a thank you. And Kristen's oh, I don't I don't agree with Carter and Stassi's like, Yes you do. Every interview you're defending him until now and she's like, Well, I'm just saying like he was defending me, so that was cute. <laughs> um I also I thought I found it interesting that Stassi admits to like clearly listening to everything that Kristen says and taking note of it like for her like every interview yeah and um like that has to I I guess maybe I guess she's doing her due diligence for the reunion in case this comes up she wanted to know what it was but I just thought it was interesting that she's like every interview that you do you've been saying that you know you're on his side so thanks for finally saying the truth um yeah I just I was like oh like if my friend said that to me I'd be like okay but like thanks for listening to everything I say <laughs> yep um, like yeah so like then, uh what Kara said to Danica well I'm glad that you're watching me yes yeah because <laughs> that just bothered like that would really if Kristen would have said that that would have really bothered Stassi <laughs> But um, or like old Lala, old Lala, and like a reunion when there's something like, and then you know you were like topless, and she's like, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Lala, like this is pretty much like what Lala did the entire three episodes of the reunion is she would just like yell things out, like the camera was never zoomed in on her or anything, and she would just be like, just say sorry. Just leave it at that. Like, she would just kind of, like, yell things. Nothing mm-hmm. was about her, like you said, or anything like that. It was just, like, that's that's all she could do was every once in a while, like, breath out. Like, a just leave it. Like, that. that's yeah. pretty much all she could do. Yeah. Next, we have uh, another montage of uh, Max and uh, Danica. So this, I guess we're talking about the managers right now. I'm starting to feel like... Like, why does Max hate Danica so much? I mean, I guess he says because she, she butts into his relationships or whatever. But I'm starting to think he hates her because she probably turned him down. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> you I, know, it's like, I, I bruised male ego. Yeah, I too am sensing like a weird, there's a weird energy there for sure. Um, So they show him with Felissa, with Adriana, with Sheena, with Dana, and then LVP saying, just don't shag all my servers. It's like, well, yeah, Lisa, that would be called probably sexual harassment, but he does it anyways, and instead of being like, I told you, like, maybe follow Peter's lead, how Peter said he has not done that since he became a manager, and there's no issues with Peter, is there? Um, Granted, he's not making the TV, but Lisa, instead of, like, She's just like, oh, you're such a bad dog, Max. It's like being a 
person of power and a sexual harasser and let's not forget that he's not capable of that based on what he said to Dana when he's like let's not forget who fired you that's sexual harassment right there and Lisa's like oh you naughty boy you're such a bad dog oh like that is not cool again if Ken did that to Danica uh, that'd be a problem I mean, yeah, it's like it was already insulting having like another person named Max come on the show. You know, it's like there already is a Max. Um, We don't need this other Max, first of all. Like poor Max, like the OG Max, her son, the one who she's so concerned about with the the rumor that she's hooking up with Brett. Um, My children, my children, like your adult children, dude, chill out. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This, I, I'm bored. I've been bored with this whole storyline. Like, I, I truly don't get why Max is being shamed for whoever he wants to hook up with. I don't get it. And I don't think Danica should be either. Um, and I, I mean, not Danica, Dana. Um, and I think it's weird how Danica keeps bringing up the amount of people that he has hooked up with. Like, who cares? I, I, it's weird to me. Like, she truly is, like, stuck on that. And she has been from the beginning. So I get why yeah. Max could be annoyed with that, where it's like, okay, like, so it's seven people or whatever. Like, are we going to really sit there and, like, keep counting? It's just weird. Yeah. She said it was because a couple of them were her friends, but you know still but then like, yeah and mm. then he and then he came back and he was like yeah but they're all still my friend like everyone's cool with me like you just keep having a problem it's weird yeah yeah so then that segues into lvp telling danica she needs to grow up and soften up and it's like well she's like 25 okay um she's like you've been rude and um she's just really pissed off um at her she was really pissed off about her insinuating i had an affair with brett um and then Kristen just tries to insert herself yeah danica it's like butt out you don't work there Kristen. you don't go here um she's like you're lucky to have a job all i said was suck a dick um so danica's like yeah i'm sorry i guess it just i didn't mean it it came out wrong and lisa was so defensive i don't need to hear that i know that i've been married 37 years two grown children like you said she's like it definitely came off the wrong way um so i like that danica stood up for herself but she was still respectful to her lisa she you know lisa later said she's like we're gonna have a talk about this and where you go from here if you go from here it's like Ooh. Now, I I was I wish that they would have just like they did the montage for everyone, you know, who had to answer for what they did this season. I wish they would have done a montage of Lisa saying all the inappropriate things she did say to Brett because she needs to take a little bit of accountability too. And even if that's not what she was doing, it, um, I think the comments were fair from Danica, and I think the comments were fair from all of us viewers wondering WTF is going on. It was inappropriate, and um, you know she thinks it's funny, but like maybe like look at like why people were saying that. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely more of a 
sexually charged innuendos than when she does it to Schwartz. Like, oh, Schwartzy boy is my bra. Well, yeah, it was just, um, it was, and it, it, I'm sure it was like an edit, you know, but like she maybe should have just addressed it and been like, oh, like that was so silly the way they kept making it look like, you know, it was something else, but like truly like it was like, it was so forced. And every time we talked about it on the podcast, we we're like, that's what the heck is like, it's gross. Like if, if Andy keeps saying like, we're just comment on what is on the show like that's what Danica was commenting about and that's what we are commenting about like we're we're not making it up it literally was shown to us you know yeah now I noticed here and several other times throughout the episode they just randomly do like a giant screen of Kristen I'm like what does Kristen have to do with Danica and Lisa or Max and Danica like I felt like she was a a little jealous of Danica thinking like she wants to fuck Max or something. It's like, no, not everyone is you, Kristen. Okay. But they kept doing not just like she'd be in like the four squares. If they had pe- four people talking, there'd be random Kristen in there. I'm like, why? They, they, she did this with Tom and Ariana too. When Ariana was talking about therapy, then there's Kristen. You know, and then she they was, yeah, blow I, it up. I noticed that too. And she was giving um, like really big reactions to things, but then yeah. sometimes they wouldn't show that in the big box, but they like you would see it happening. So then you're like, oh, they're noticing that like Kristen's giving really good face, so they're gonna show it. But then the big box would just be her sitting there, like kind of moving her jaw around or something. It was, yeah, yeah. it was it was confusing for sure. Or she'd like do the yoga hands, like, oh dear. Y- yes. But or yeah, like, she yeah, the to... eyes, like the, ooh, whoa, you know. Yeah, she definitely did, like, a lot of snarl faces, a lot of eye rolls, a lot of twitches, quirk, like, ah! Yeah. Like, if I if I was Charlie or Dana or Danica, that's what I would have been doing the whole time. I would have been listening to every conversation and giving huge reactions. I mean, at least then they could get, like, a little more, you know, screen time. Like, look, yeah. what, look what Ariana did. She pulled focus from everyone <laughs> standing up, moving her hands, rolling her eye. Like, I mean, she... Doing her, like, robot mimicking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was sticking her tongue out. She was rolling her head. Like, Ariana, like, really Do you earned... think she was drunk? You know... Because <sighs> she seemed I... like fun, drunk Ariana, like yellow rope smith Ariana. But then when she would speak, if Andy would address her, she was very clear and coherent. And No, I, you know what? I don't think that she was. And I think that that's, like, so amazing. <laughs> I, she, she was fed up. She is fed up. Yeah, she snapped She's in sna- the right way. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I, and I, I think that it was towards the end of, you know, a really long day. And when it came to the point of, you know, doing the same thing they've done for eight seasons, she, she snapped. Like, she, like, literally turned into robot Ariana. Yeah. It was great. It was, it's, it's like, she was, she was one of us in that moment. It's like, <laughs> she represented all of us viewers sitting there and saying, enough like we're not gonna do it and i i could have i mean the balls on her to like straight interrupt was yeah amazing and Brittany, (laughs) Brittany could not and you know what i wrote in my notes like I, i know i'm jumping way ahead but like Jax can't handle when he is like mocked in like a funny jokey way because like if she no. had sat there seriously and been like Jax you're a joke he'd be like shut up and that's he could he could go back and forth with like telling her to shut up or that she's dumb but when mm-hmm. she literally like 
you know, loosened up her shoulders and was like, ooh, I'm bothering Jax. He, it was like being like heckled at like a comedy show. Like he yeah. was like, he like couldn't talk anymore. His eyes bugged. Like it was like, it. she eyes did bug out. She found his Achilles heel. It's it's mocking him. Like that's what we have to do on Twitter somehow is be like, oh, we're Jax. Like he, that, she, she found it. And I think that's why she was just like, I'm a garbage human. Like she just, she found it and she, she didn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, sorry. Where are we? Well, there, I mean, I'm bored with the Brett video and God, he was such a fucking dick. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So my comments on Brett, he had a horrible, horrible reunion like i mean they everyone laid him out like he ended up looking like a complete fool and like and i actually like for a moment felt bad for him because you could tell he was like i the the reunion is over and i just like literally lost every argument that i had like it was um and now i'm fired so i literally have no platform yes exactly yeah the person that could give me more youtube followers hates me because i betrayed her like a dozen times um and i mean wow yeah so so basically they bring up the music video and um it's all i can't lie and um and they're like james what did you think and he's like i thought it was a little raunchy um <laughs> and they show like the raunchiest part of the video but which was um, not actually in the video that yeah. part was cut but it's the part that bravo keeps showing or brie keeps showing yeah <laughs> um the ass slapping part that wasn't even in in his little fish move but wasn't even in the actual cut of the video but yeah so she's like um he's complaining and She's like, why didn't you just say you're uncomfortable then? Like, why do all these things? And he did all those things proactively. Like, those were his moves. Those weren't scripted. She didn't say, okay, now rub my ass so it I jiggles. Felt, I felt like um, like when, when this started, he thought that she was just going to say, like, you need to stand up for yourself. But then when Sheena comes out with, like, and not be such a pussy, like, I think that really threw him off and he was like he like jerked back in his chair and then like started blinking like he didn't even know like where to go with that because he thought it was just going to be a simple like you have to stand up for yourself and so he was ready with that argument but the calling him a pussy part I think like it 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 helped her argument in a way because it did show like dude like I you know you were there like all you have to say is like I either I don't want to do this or sorry this is what you know like he he didn't speak up and and that's not in like a victim sort of way like it truly is like he was like just say something you know what I mean like like you guys are friends like just say sorry Sheena this is not cool you know I loved what then they confronted her about offering the blowjob repayment And I loved what she said, like, twofold, because A, it shades Lala, but B, it's also a really good point. She's like, well, I don't understand why Lala can joke and be like, "Mm, blowjobs for Range Rover. She's like, why can't I make those jokes? Like, good point. And also good shade. (laughs) Yeah, um, I thought it was good, too, because it was, um, it's true. She finally got a zinger back at, at Lala, but, you know, there's nothing Lala can say about it because 
those were Lala's words. So I and loved it. I don't think it embarrassed Lala, though, at all. I think she was just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said that. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. You know, it was like kind of just like a leveling moment for both of them. Um, And she's due. Like, Sheena gets a pass on Lala for all the shit Lala said about Sheena. Yes. And Sheena just forgave her. Yes, yes, you yes. Know, Lala's got to suck it up for a little bit. Lala's got to allow everyone to make a little fun, you know, make these jokes. Yeah. I thought, um, well, I guess we could do this at the end too, but I thought Sheena had a really good um, reunion. I thought that, uh, you know, like they brought up some stuff that was, you know, her, they had to though, you know, for what happened on the season. She didn't cry. She usually cries. She didn't cry. And um, it's like she figured out a way to get like angry and tough instead of cry. Like, cause she could have with the Max and the Brett or did she? I don't think she did. Right. Instead, she got angry. Yeah. I, I, like I don't it. remember her crying. <clears throat> so yeah. that's good. So then since they're talking about Brett, Andy's asking Charlie, like, why were you so turned off? And, She's like, isn't it obvious? Do you need to even ask that question, Andy? Um, she said that, and she had said this too in the interview, you know, that there was more going on with Brett. They didn't like each other. They didn't speak. They, you know, even when Brett and Dana went on their date to her, to hide where she was working, she's like, we weren't speaking then. So it was really awkward. Um, and they weren't not speaking because of the date. They just, she didn't like him. And she didn't like what how he was throwing Sheena under the bus. And she said, even if Sheena said that, she was the only person nice to me at that time, my only friend. So I was just going to be like, hey, who cares? I'll let that go because she's my only friend here. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then the worst part. So, Charlie, what, why didn't you like Brett, Jax? Because he doesn't belong to SugarDaddy.com. And then Brittany laughs. <laughs> show us Jackson you can see her like she turns to him and she's like busting up inside like shut the fuck up Brittany where's the sugardaddy.com and his continual his tweets about Charlie like she's looking for 50 year old it's like she has a boyfriend he's hot as fuck but like am I the only one who like I don't see that as like like Jax is so stupid like I actually don't see that as like a dig like so what like if she wants to find a sugar daddy, like to me that's like his not his best like, friends, if, Lala if, and Randall. He's a sugar daddy. Yeah, said, they love each other. If but... someone said that to me, I'd be like, "Thank you." Like you think that up? Like that's a like I don't know. Like to me, that's not an insult. Like that's I, I don't get it. Like she's pretty enough to go on sugardaddies.com and like like he. It's not like he he's like showing his cards and saying that like she he does think that she's hot. You know, and like, and that she's after something more. Like, basically, he's exposing that, like, he knows that she's at a certain level. You know what I mean? Like, you know Mm -hmm. how, like, uh, Patty wouldn't let certain, like, the, like, she always, like, checked the girls before they were able to date a millionaire. You know, they had to have, like, Mm -hmm. their straight hair, their, whatever. (laughs) Like, Charlie fully fits that. And, like, Jack is exposing himself as saying that she does. Like, he's, he's, well, and he was like, kind of like that with Lala when she first started because he would say those derogatory belittling things to her about that like she's just a gold digger and blah 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 like he gets so I think it it's it comes from like the power trip like he knows he doesn't have enough power or money to be a sugar daddy and just hire people like Charlie Sheen to fill his needs and so he gets real resentful and that's why he likes to hitch his wagon to Randall because he feels like oh that kind of gives him some power and some (laughs) 
you know, like he knows he's not big enough to be a sugar daddy, and he and he he's pissed off about it. <laughs> I'm picturing, I'm picture, I'm picturing Jack Jack's hitching his wagon to, to <laughs> wagon. <laughs> he's wagon. <laughs> his little red wagon. <laughs> well, I'm I'm wondering if Lala and Randall are just. I mean, it's, they were Jacksy boy, but I wonder if. You know, it just—it's not smart to align yourself with someone like that. Randall has way more to lose, obviously. I, mean, I hope that I hope that what we're seeing is um, maybe Lala starting to stand up for what she believes in and like backing that with, because that's when Lala was interesting to me. Like when Lala had conviction and when she believed in things and she would call people out for them and like literally like say no like I'm not doing I don't like Mm -hmm. that you're doing that so here's the line in the sand that's what made her interesting and a lot of times maybe the line that she drew wasn't right or we didn't agree with it or whatever it was but it made it interesting because she stood for something and all of these things that like these huge like very important topics have come up on the show and time and time again she's you know just like to stay with the in crowd she's been like oh no it's fine or or you know had to laugh along with it and so I wonder she kind of mentioned in you know uh, during the reunion that during this quarantine she's you know been looking at herself and seeing you know what she wants to change and I wonder if maybe she has found that that part of her again I hope she has because that could save her on the show because when she when she does act like that it's it's interesting yeah because people liked her back when she had a, a strong voice but it was more the uh, rational voice or the voice you most people sided with now she has a loud voice not a strong voice a loud voice that just lashes out and doesn't make any sense so maybe she realizes oh well people liked me here when i actually had something more important to say um but between I mean, all that, yeah, oh. she she was a, a major like activist for women's rights and things like that, like things that she the said dolphins. were were really important to her. But like you know, she she performed at the women's march, like you know that's that's when that's right she before she, right before the- she got sober. And so I don't know if she's been scared to go back there or something. So maybe she's working through it and she's she's going to stand up for for something. And by unfollowing Jackson Brittany, I feel like that sends a message that needs to be sent. You know, like she's saying, you guys aren't crazy. I I see it. You know, I don't know. I feel like that would be a start. She used to protest on the beach for sea life, which really only counteracted all the sea life Randall killed with his 50 balloons he sent her every week. But, um, you know, she was very active and vocal and there wasn't a huge crowd with her. She was doing it on her own. Or the way they kill the environment, taking a private jet to Palm Springs or... (laughs) Um, yeah. or solving to, to thousand, o- thousand yeah. oaks, yeah, <laughs> from downtown um, LA to Burbank. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then the other thing, which you know, she talks about later too. So, I wonder if this is also part of the distancing is that they clearly saw Jack's had a problem as as the whole cast brings it up later. And look, Randall tried to help gave him a great referral of this great therapist and not only referred him but set up the session and paid for it and then Jax didn't show up it's just rude it's so disrespectful of the person's time so disrespectful to your friend and you could tell that was really bothering her as it should but I feel like if Jax was smarter and faster which he's not he could have um, he could have pulled uh, Dana on that and said you know what 
I have not been able to seek a therapist yet. I'm not ready. I'm having anxiety about seeing one. And when that appointment was set up for me, I couldn't go. I wasn't ready. I'll make the appointment when I'm ready. He could have saved that moment and like not made like it's still a nice move by Randall, just like it was a a nice thought by Sheena. You know, maybe he wasn't ready or something, but he's so dumb and he is ready. So he was like, he just sat there silently with his eyes, you know, bugged out. But um. He yeah, because that's one person he's not going to come at is Lala because ex- he wants to exactly. Yeah. And well, he- and he was just on his high horse about you know uh, making improvements, and then you know that that comes out, and he's just like, Ooh. <laughs> so I mean, maybe finished- the appo- maybe the appointment was in like Malibu at, at three o'clock, and he was like, nope, not doing it. There's there's you know three trash can uh, therapists here in the valley. Why couldn't he give me one of those? Well, or Venice Beach, that would have been perfectly fine for him to to drive there. Yes, yes, to the skate park. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's so much more easier and convenient to to get there on all those surface streets than Malibu, which is right around the corner from you. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, finishing up the Brett stuff, he's snotty and defensive and fake apologizing to Sheen. He's like, well, I'm sorry if I misled you. And Ariana's like, that's not an apology. He's like, fine, then I'm sorry I gave you the wrong impression. It's like, that is not an apology. She's like, you know what? Just forget it. Fuck it. <laughs> I was like, that's right. Because he kept doing that. Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. And I, and I love how, like, he kept, yeah, he kept saying misled, miscommunication. And it was like just uh, furthering the, the narrative that they gave to Sheena this season of acting like, you know, once again, she takes something and just runs with it. And he was truly trying to end, like he, that is the, that is the foundation he was standing on for his argument here. And I loved that Ariana interrupted. Her interruptions were great this episode. And she was like, it's basically like what you're saying, sorry for is saying, sorry, saying one thing to your friend's face and then going to someone else and saying something else behind their back. Like that's not misleading the person. That's literally being a two-faced like asshole. And, um, and he's like, that's not what I was doing, Ariana. And it's like, yes, you were, you freaking idiot. Yeah, and then, then telling Sheena he's going to, oh, I'm really going to make you look good and come for you. Oh, by doing those bullshit apologies of like, sorry, that's how you feel. Sorry, I gave you that impression. It's like, that's not an apology. That's not having her back. That's I'm so glad. Out. I'm so glad she said that, though. And I'm so glad they kept that in because, and I, I really think that, um, I have a feeling that it was edited like that. Like we're, have we had like an uh, okay Sheena edit this reunion because of what happened with Brie. They let the truth stay in. They let the true story come out and look she looks okay you know what I mean like it's not we're not fresh I didn't feel frustrated by Sheena like I normally do normally I'm left feeling like god like can she just stop talking like stop talking and like you would win the argument but they edited it away that you know she was able to say her side everything made sense and someone else looked like the idiot it's like thank you I'm thank you for finally doing it properly yep so um next up where do we go um ariana's talking about therapy and this is when they're doing like the giant close-ups of Kristen. i was like what this isn't relative they're not talking about well Kristen, you could benefit from some therapy like it was just weird because it was like she's giant on the screen 
Um, but she was talking about going to therapy and LVP was talking about her depression. And I mean, that's all they really kind of said about that. But um, I thought this was a really great moment. Um, I, and normally I don't, um, I don't like when they're like, they're just kind of like, there's nothing happening. But I really, I felt like this was such a cool, like kind of rounded out moment for, I'm glad that Lisa addressed that like something very tragic happened to her this season. And I like that, um, that Ari, that the way that she treated Ariana, it was nice to see that like, Tom and Ariana maybe don't get that much support from the group, but it was really cool to see that Lisa backs them. And I, 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 I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So then Anne and we'll talk more about therapy later, but I guess that'll that's a whole different topic, so we'll segue into that when we get to that scene. Okay, this is this is a great one. Here we go. <laughs> so Andy's like, So Brittany Jax was, you know, let's talk about verse sales and she's like, Oh oh jeez, here we go. And they're both sitting there just all smug. They just have this annoying look on their face. I just wanna oh well whatever so he's I, like I felt like um sorry uh Chad watched for a second with me last night and and he said like I felt like the entire cast was smug last night like like all of them and like and watching it now with what's happened you know I'm talking about Stassi and Bo I'm talking about Brett and you know even Max like they all sat there very smug you know what I mean? Like they, like this is again, like we're on the eighth season. Here's another reunion. They're smug. Like it, it's seeing what's happened to the show now. It's like I wonder how they're feeling because I, I bet they're not so smug now. Oh yeah, very much so. I I noticed that with Stassi, Bo, Brett, everybody. Like you said, um, even Sandoval, who's normally smug wasn't as smug but we got ariana instead which was better yeah great yeah but definitely no clue of what was coming down the line and and that this was all going to come out because um their attitude just doesn't look like this is their last show so (laughs) that was interesting yeah yeah so so andy's like okay versailles um i love the montage of versailles with like Jack's talking about as a sprained brain and James just dying and busting over. Well, and I and I love that a lot of the flashbacks included Brittany's open mouth. I feel like the editors really heard that we, you know, liked mm-hmm. that that moment. Um, and so they repeated it. Like I don't like. I feel like that was a really real reaction from Brittany, and I I do think that like the wedding for her was like the pinnacle point in her life where it was like everything that she had been wanting. And I I think that was a real reaction the way her mouth did that. But like, if I was watching back my wedding video, like I personally wouldn't want to see my mouth open like that, even though I would know the feeling that I was having. I I feel like she was cringing when the mouth opened. It was like a a Taylor Swift. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, good one. Yes. Or like when you notice, like when we listen, like my problematic word or when we say um or like, Mm -hmm. once you like bring it to your brain's attention, that's all you can hear. So I'm sure every time she sees it because she's heard everyone's like, God, close your mouth. Like 
that it's just enhanced because that's all you can see. Totally. Or I remember like the, like, uh, I think it was like our first faith interview. It was basically our first interview that we had ever had. And I didn't know that you could just like let the guest speak. Like I was so worried about making her feel comfortable that I, like she would say a sentence. She'd be like, so I was on the show. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you learn that you don't need to do that to make someone feel comfortable. It's really annoying on a podcast. But yeah, little things. So that mouth, the mouth open thing is probably really hard for her to, to watch. <laughs> anyway, so Brittany's mouth is open. And yeah, they do the whole thing, like you said, about, you know, my brain is injured. Um, and so then it, it ends. And, um, and Andy's like, Hey Jax, I feel like uh, at the end of every summer we kind of deal with this spiral, and um, Jax is like really happy to get that question at first. He's like, "Yeah, well, I'm I'm uh, I'm feeling okay right now. I'm, I'm pre- doing and like he literally gets out maybe half of a sentence, and Ariana just interrupts, um, and she doesn't interrupt like in good. Like she literally is slouching in her chair with like the she's giving. Like, I get why I get why you asked you asked if she was drunk because the behavior was when she was so... like adjusting her boobs, yes, like, like pushing them up. She was like slouching and flinging herself around, like she was just like, Bleh! like I, I we're on we're podcasting, so I can't show you, but you guys all watch. So I mean, her body language was just insane, and like I said. Jax didn't know what to do because I don't think that even if he tried, if you're like Jax, reenact what Ariana's doing right now. I don't think he could. I don't think he could loosen his body the way she was. Like just yeah. the whew, just the not caring. Like I don't think he's ever done that in his life. <laughs> Reminded me when I was like preparing to quit my last job and I was so done. I didn't give a shit. We had this company meeting and uh, everyone was there and I was literally sitting there at texting. I was just texting friends, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, well, and then we're thinking about this. They're like, Sarah, well, what do you think? What do you think? And I'd, I'd pause. I'd look up. I'd go, huh? <gasps> like, and they'd be, they were looking at me like horrified because I didn't give two fucks. And I was doing it on purpose just to undermine them. And it's like, I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know. I don't care. And they're like, oh, they didn't even know what to do because it was yeah. so just respectful but I was just having so much fun in it exactly uh, yes that is exactly what, and, and yeah yeah and a person like that who normally thrives on being in control and being you know the number one guy in the group he he was just he did not know what to do like this was the biggest yeah. like way to win the the reunion imagine if like this was a, a time also that I wished that it would have been in person because he I, I don't know what he would have done. It like may have resulted in like off. a fist fight, you know? Yeah, or stormed off. Yeah. So Andy's like, "Well, what are you doing to work on yourself?" And he's like, well, "I'm trying to be a better person." <laughs> like, but how? And then that's yeah. She's just like, "Oh God, can we not waste the last forty-five minutes of this on the same old shit?" And Jack's is just like, "You know what he glare. said? His exact line was, he goes." I wrote it down because I was like, oh my god, Jax. He's like, um, I'm good. It's just because I'm incredibly working on myself. I'm incredibly working on myself. Like, Jax, what are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, and so that's when Ariana's just like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> like, I bought I bought some Christmas trees. You know, I'm, I'm a better person now because yeah. of it. 
can we just move on from this and not spend 40 minutes on it? And Brittany's like, that is so rude. And then, like, <laughs> any time, like, that um, that Brittany would burst out, Jax would, like, be like, yeah, yeah, that is rude. That's rude. Like, because he can't think of any thought on his own. So he would, like, steal Brittany's. Is like, they are rude. They're rude. Um, and then she'd be like, Until the last moment when he's like, don't contradict me. <gasps> oh, that's his favorite. Oh. He loves saying that to her. Yeah, like at the dinner with Lala and Randall, he's like, "Stop making look, make me look bad." You just agree, okay? Fall in line as a wife. <laughs> um. So yeah. So then, you know, Sandoval gets into it, calling him out on a tweet uh, on his tweet. He's like, "Yeah, you say the rudest things, dude, on Twitter every day, but oh, you're a good person. You're bettering yourself." And while they're all screaming at each other, Stassi is laughing hysterically at Tom and Ariana fighting with Jackson and Brittany. Um, and then they show a montage that I was happy about. And it was so amazing. It showed every single season, season one through seven, him literally saying the same thing verbatim on each season. And it was just awesome, like, seeing everybody's old face, you know, them younger, it's Andy younger, everybody. Like, it was, like, he says the same thing at the same point in the reunion (laughs) every year. (laughs) But, Jax, Andy just picks on me. Why? I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm done. I'm done. It's like, watch the footage. If you're not going to watch the show, watch the montage. Yeah, so Ariana's like flinging her body around and being like, we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear that you're a better person, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah? He's like, I was around when you guys weren't getting along. Remember that? And I was there when your friends from St. Louis would come and come to my house. Like, (laughs) what? Like, Jax, that's the best you could do. Like, that's what you're going to insult them with. Like, okay. He's like, Kristen, ask her. Kristen can vouch. And Kristen's like, don't ask me. I'm not getting involved. And what we have to be talking about last season before they moved into their houses, because according to Jax, they haven't hung out with each other since they moved into the houses. So maybe his friends stayed at Jackson Brittany's because they had that extra room where Tom and Ariana were still in the rent control shitty apartment. Right. Maybe that's why they were staying there. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't even but care to like cares? I don't even care to go back and like verify Jax's story because I don't yeah. like he's such an a fool. Um <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, they bring up the tweeting which like I, I felt like when the tweets came up both Brittany and Jax like stiffened because they're very lucky that they didn't go into what he says in those tweets. They just mentioned the tweets, which oh. kind of um, you know, to maybe like someone who isn't on social media, they would think that maybe they were talking about the pastor stuff again. Like that's not e- the pastor stuff is horrible, horrible, horrible. But that is like it's just one of the thousands of things that Jax has done. Like there's like the examples are insane of the things that he has done to people tweeting. Okay, and I so I have an idea for and a, a lot of you people that aren't on Instagram. What you can do is just open up your browser and go to Instagram. Like if you're on your laptop or computer, just go to Instagram.com and this site called Cancel Jacks Taylor is public and they have posted not everything, but so many of the his actual tweets and things he said 
on there that you can just go. You don't have to join Instagram. You don't need it to log in or have an account. It's public. You can just see it that way um, because it's pretty horrifying, when, especially when you read it all together. It's it's really disturbing. Yeah, totally. Because um, I'm telling you, I know that you can do that because I am blocked by Jack, so I can't, if I'm logged into Instagram, I can't see his page, but if you go, um, you know, and don't log in, you can see because it's public, so. So, like, all hell's breaking loose, and then Ariana takes it, like, a step further with her mocking, um, you know, body acting, and she stands up, and she's like, Jax is bothered! And, like, starts doing, like, this little dance, and, like, I I seriously thought Jax's head was going to come off of his head. Like, he was going to be decapitated and, and just, like, and the show was going to end right there. Like, he did not know what to do. It was, I, I've never seen anything like it. It was, I don't yeah. know, I don't know what I would have done if I was sitting on a Zoom call watching that. Like, I would have just. Like, you could see, like, steam coming out of his nose, like a bowl, like, like a cartoon character or like a bobblehead and it was like it's about to swivel right off i'm surprised no one fell out of their chair i feel like i might have tried that like to get to like pull some attention i would have been like ah, and fallen out of my chair or something <laughs> so she's like you are a garbage person she's like i am a garbage person we're all that's why we're here let's talk about what a garbage person you are and he just like did not know what to do so so Brittany's like you're acting like a child and she like claps her hands um and then then, yeah Brittany's like okay you guys are so perfect you're so perfect and then Jack's like has to repeat that because once again he can't have his own thought and he's like yeah look at you guys are perfect and that's when Ariana's like we are not perfect I am a garbage human being that's why I'm here um, and I felt like that was like another um, another fourth wall break that Ariana did there. She didn't say it exactly, but what she was saying is she's like, I am a garbage human being. That's why I'm here. And I thought that that was like almost a nod to reality TV and that yeah. she recognizes what she's doing on the TV. But Jax doesn't. Jax, he says like like when he really gets a lot of heat, then he'll be like, it's a character on, on TV. I'm not that person. I'm not that person. But it's like, dude, I think you are that person. Like if like there's a lot of people who do reality TV that they aren't the character that they play, but Jax is. Like that well, is Jax's have character. It both ways. It's not scripted. These are real lives. Well which is it? It's two minutes. You guys get two minutes. You see two minutes. You don't get it. You don't. You're stupid. You don't know anything. I saw your profile picture. Gross. No man will ever want you. You stupid. It take your two minutes. Ugly troll. Go back to the eighties. No, how many followers do you have? That's what I thought. All all three people really care what you think. I love the. Why do you even follow me? It's like I don't. Because, like, you know, you can still comment and not follow. He just like, doesn't get it. He's like, huh? What do you mean? <laughs> You're here. Uh, so then Andy asks him about not wanting to help clean the beach. And he's like, listen, I want to drive all the way to Malibu. And there's three parks here full of trash. I'm like, okay, well, that I believe. Because I've seen your neighborhood. So, good point. I wrote that, too. I, <laughs> I just said, 
Yeah, a big laughing thing. And then, like, literally, the, I mean, we already said this, but the beach cleanup could have been at his next door neighbor's house. Like, it, yes. just walk around <laughs> Jax's street, and, like, they could have, like, ordered, like, two dumpsters to fill <laughs> with stuff on the street. Like, not even, like, <laughs> removing from their backyard, which is, like, a whole nother level. Yeah. Oh, my so gosh. So he's blaming it on traffic, and it's like, who wants to go to Malibu at 3 o'clock? It's like, well, it didn't look like 3 p.m. Who said it was 3 p.m.? And also, I don't think it was because there was an event that night, remember? Oh, Ariana was having, like, the dinner or, or something. Like, I don't think it was 3 p.m., but whatever, regardless. It was he- looking late afternoon, though, because it was so windy. Okay. But, um... Th- Katie and Stassi just told them, Let's just stop. That's not even what it was about. You just didn't want to go. And I, and I liked that who kept bringing up the environment like someone was like it wasn't it's not about the environment right Jax it's not about that Some, someone was saying that it was funny but um, this part made me cringe so hard and this is like just kind of like a foreshadowing of how bad it got in this episode Stassi decides that she's going to interrupt Jax from telling his side of the story and she's like Jax 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 no, no, J- Jax. And it was like, Jax is still trying to talk. And you can see Brittany is just sitting there and she just wants to like D-I-E. Yeah. You know, it's like, don't, don't, do not. Like, and it's so, like, Brittany has never come for Stassi. Like, she's never said, hey, Stassi, like, you're like a major ex-girlfriend. Like, I will handle it. Like, please be quiet. You know, yeah. like, but she she just sits there. And so finally, um, you know, uh, Stassi gets to she say her knows. point. She knows that Jax will listen to Stassi legitimately, but if he listens to Brittany, he's not listening, and he's going to talk down to her. Jax thinks Brittany's stupid. Jax will listen to Stassi. Brittany knows this, and it drives her insane, but she knows she can't say anything, and that's why she keeps her enemies close. Yeah, so um, so Stassi's like trying to be like, Jax... No, no, Jax. And so Brittany actually is the one who answers first. And she's like, he's saying what he felt. Um, And then uh, he kind of addresses it or whatever. Um, Where am I? Yeah, Jax's eyes are like literally bugging out at this point because he he finally like is seeing like he's being attacked from like every side. Everyone's piping in, you know, Tom, Katie, Kristen, Stassi, all the people that he, you know, thinks are on his side, on his show, just is not working. Yeah, and Andy's like, well, Jax, you're not very good at apologizing. He's like, yes, I am. Yes, I mean, he's like, well, oh it doesn't God. come across as sincere. He's like, well, don't you ever apo- say you're sorry? You don't mean it. You just do it to save face. And Andy's like, not really, no. Oh, my God, that uh, was so awkward. And then even, I didn't even know you could, like, swear on on bravo but i guess you can't because andy's like i'm not trying to be an asshole but this is our eighth reunion and you say the same shit every year like watch this show so you can see what i'm dealing with you know uh and then jack's where does this come from he's like well it's just it's because we're a tight-knit group you know i'm like how you're not a tight-knit group at all even Schwartz is telling you what an idiot you're being. And is this he, is- yeah, so so Andy's like, Brittany, is it daunting having to uh, know that for the rest of your life you're going to have to apologize for Jax? And, <laughs> and she's like, yes. 
and he's like, why are you pigeonholing me? This isn't for the rest of rest of my life. The rest of my life, she's going to have to apologize. What the hell, Andy? You know, like, and you're 41. <laughs> yeah, and then he 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 does that. We're we're a tight group. We we get crazy, and everyone, like literally the entire Zoom screen, is like, no, no, Jax, no, like. <laughs> And that's when he's just like, okay, like, I obviously can't win. Like, I just tried to pull the we're all tight friends thing, which normally works for him. And it works in interviews. Like, he's like, well, we're just, we're friends. That's why we don't like the new people. We're a tight group of friends. And, uh, you know. <laughs> and this is when Ariana starts doing her, like, robot moves. And she slouched back. And she's like, oh, my work in progress. Work in progress. progress. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then Jax is like, I thought, I thought I was doing better. Yeah. And then, oh boy, then the hammer comes down, and Stassi does her leaning forward move, and she's like, Jax, finger pointing. You're instilling fear in your friends and making us scared to hurt Brittany. And this is when, like, I guarantee you, like, the world crumbled for Brittany and Jax because. Guess who agreed with Stassi and said, right on, Tom Sandoval says that. And like, I, I, that was just like punching Jacks in the balls. Um, and so Tom's like, Like, so on point, so on point. Yeah. And Um, everyone does walk on eggshells around Tim. He is. He's just like, oh God, don't, don't look her in the eye. Don't look him in the eye. You know what I mean? Like you just never know what. But I, I, I don't agree with everybody, and and I and maybe it's because I don't know Brittany the way that they do. But like, I don't understand. I I would not personally be able to excuse the behavior of Jax just to save Brittany. Like at some. But point, she yells at him in private, Holly. But you understand, it's her husband. She needs to take up for him. But I do yell at him. <laughs> In the kitchen. I tell him. I say, Jax, you can't do that. Um, that, like, how does she not see how ridiculous that sounds? Like, and then we, we really posts- had we had a storyline for almost two years about Kristen and like Carter having a problem, but we're not. This isn't a problem. Right, and like how she's always like, I just don't understand why people are so mean. Why can't people just be nice? And it's like, yeah, that's a great point, Brittany. Why don't you ask your husband that every time he fucking touches his keyboard? Exactly, exactly. And like, and then she, and she's like, and then she doesn't have it. He's trying. We're working on it. I take it up with him. <laughs> take up. <laughs> yeah, I take up for my husband. I, I do. I do say stuff. Y'all just don't see it. He's my husband. I want a shirt that just says, I take up for my husband. I take up for my husband. We were engaged. I take up. I take up. And then like with with some corn or something. I I feed him a meal and he feels better. He gets hangry. Did Did we read that tweet last week? Um, that someone posted or like a meme. Oh my god! Um, that I was think it was so super fans. Funny. Where they're like, Stassi, you know she's pregnant, and <laughs> yeah, someone said, and somewhere in Valley Village, Brittany's taking uh, two shots of whatever and biting open a can of corn. <laughs> <laughs> I take up for my husband. He loves corn. <laughs> 
In the can. I don't see what's wrong with it. In the can. That's how my dad ate it. That's how Jack's dad ate it. And a hungry man. The corn in the frozen. And you, then they take the little cellophane off and you got that little uh, chocolate pudding. Delicious. Ew. A little cake. It's like a little cake. You know, like in the Easy Bake Oven. You got the little chocolate cake, the corn, and the Salisbury steak. And I just wrapped. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, so Stassi, let's... <laughs> oh I'm feeling god. a new poem come on. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, we really need, like, a... We need to lighten the mood. Like, let's let's okay. do some stuff let's like refresh. that. Refresh. Yeah, refresh. Okay, I'll work on that this week. So, um, so, so Stassi keeps going, you know, and she's like, look, we're scared of pissing you off because of Britney... And, um, you know, like this, like we, we need to be able to bring things like this up and be honest with you, like, especially basically what she's saying, especially at a reunion, you have to answer for what you've done during the year. You said you have these mental problems. You said, you know, all of this stuff. And, um, and Jax is like, well, I don't care if you say it, but it's the other people that it's coming from. And then that's Ariana goes off again. She's like, because you're insignificant, Tom, you were insignificant. Like, <laughs> And she's like, and only if Stasi says it, because you'll only listen if Stasi says it, which is a hundred percent right. And I'm sure Brittany just loved that. Um, I just wrote after that comment when Aria, Ariana said, "If it comes from Stasi, it's cool, but from anyone else." And I just wrote, "Fuck!" Like I, like I said, if I was Brittany and I'm already dealing with Jax, I'm dealing with all of the things that Jax does. Then Stasi says that, and then Ariana follows it up with with what everybody is like truly thinking. Like I, I, I don't blame yeah. her here for having to turn her head and 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 shed a tear. Yeah, because then Lala chimes in. She's like, Brittany, Brittany. She's like, I'm just so glad our friends love us so much, or or I guess our, our friends don't even love us. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh my god, that was so horrible. So then, um, so. So, because oh, because Lala talked about the therapist and Jax, oh, and this was another hit at Jax and Brittany. So, so they're like, um, Ariana just said, "You only listen to Stassi," which was just like a gut, you know, punch to them. And then um, Andy's like, "Oh, by the way, the question was going to go back to you, anyways, Ariana. Um, what did you think about Jax saying that he had mental health problems?" And um, and Brittany like interrupts and she's like, "Well." It's obvious that he does. He's all—he's always up and down. So I do want to hear what she has to say about this. What could she possibly have to say about this? And it's like, and then Ariana answers, and she's like, yes, I think that a great thing to do would be to, I don't know, get a therapist, work with them, work through it. This is important. You know, like she gave like, a, I thought that she gave a respectful answer and nothing that Brittany could sit there and mock. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's like, and no one asked you, Brittany. No one asked you what your opinion was when you gave it like that. Like, Brittany can be very disrespectful, too. She talks a oh, lot yeah. about respect, but, like, she spouts off, too. And it's been seeping out. It seeped out, you know, in the last couple episodes when she was like, Katie, you rage text, too. You know, like, yeah. she she has her little zingers in there for sure. Exactly. Um, and this is when, you know, Andy's like, uh, by the way, Randall, you recommend, Randall recommended a great therapist. Then it goes to Lala. And this is when Brittany turns her head to start crying. And, um, and Lala's like, like I, I don't care. Is this pick on me? The pick on me thing right now? And she's like, I guess so. And then when she says, 
all of our friends obviously don't love us. Like that, I would never, I would never pout and like pretend cry at like, you know, like sitting outside, like around the bonfire and be like, obviously no one loves us. Like, like what she's asking for is for everyone to chime in and go, no, Brittany, we love you. We love you. We, it's Jax. We love you. But it's just like, that's what she's wanting to hear right there. She's expecting everyone to say that. And then she's like, mm-hmm. I've never done anything to any of you. None of you. Why am I, why, why do I deserve this? Like, no, first of all, no one's talking about you, Brittany. Like, they were talking about Jax. Like, and you just are going to have to not take ownership for his action or something. I don't know, but. Yeah. Ugh. So, she won't look at the camera. She's trying not to cry. Um, and Jax is like, well, whatever. Everyone's fucked up. It's not just me. And Ariana's like, that's the point. That's why I'm in therapy every week. And then Jax is like, oh, come on, you started last week. And then, yeah, uh, so, so like, right there, like, uh, Brittany's, like, supposedly, like, just distraught and crying. But, like, right away she can yell, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear. Like, any time that Tom and Ariana talk, like, they are yeah. both able to pull it together and yell back. I just where did this? I'm going to call them now, like, BJ. Like, Brittany and Jax are now BJ because, yeah. um, the, you know, BJ, they don't like that. They don't like when Tom and Ariana talk. Yeah, and where does he get the, you only started last week? It's like, haven't we been hearing Ariana's therapy journey for years? Yeah. So it's like, if you're going to clap back, like, have it make sense, Jax. Yeah, like that, everyone was just like, okay, Jax, like, good one. Like, you know, oh, you've been sore for two weeks. It's like, okay, like when Jack or James earlier in the show, I haven't had a drink in 10 days. It's like, well, that's great, but, you know, talk to me in 10 months kind of thing, um, which is where he's at. But, like, the therapy you started last week on Ariana, like, that doesn't even make sense. Good one, Jax. I'm always going to take up for my husband. Take, I'm always going to take up. (laughs) <laughs> and then Jax is like, I don't need any help. <laughs> Which is, he's like, and, I and, mean, the and Academy then, Award goes for the best comedic and then and, and then he, like, leans over to Brittany. He's like, it's okay, Brittany. Like, once again, manipulating this. Like, they, th- great work, everyone. Great work on Brittany. Thanks. So, like, she hasn't heard a fly. Right. Oh, and then the dogs bark again. Shut up, Kingsley, sissy. <laughs> Yeah, and they both had to, like, get up and leave, obviously, to take up for the the dogs. I mean, Sissy just, like, won't stop. <laughs> Don't I'll, I will, I will no. never forget when, when we were podcasting, like, probably, like, two years ago, and you were like, Sissy. And like, I was like, I was like, I was like, who is Sissy? And... Like you're like that's what she calls the dog, but and wow. Then, and then like I and then I couldn't unhear it. Like she says it all the time. I know. <laughs> Again, it's like problematic. You can't unhear it. So it's like now I only hear. That's why I can never remember that the dog's name is Monroe because they never say Monroe. They say Sissy. <laughs> Okay, you're not going to know that reference. There's a girl named Sissy on a show called Family Affair. Sissy and Buffy and Jody and Mr. French. Anyways, oh my goodness, it's you might want to look that up. It's uh, I forget her real name. Buffy, uh, 
um, died at like eight. She was like a child actor, like a like the little poltergeist girl, but uh-huh. she died at eighteen. I think of a drug overdose or oh, no. something. It's a really sad story, that but sad. cute little girl. Really quality show. Huh. That was the theme song. I really, I really <laughs> miss like the old theme songs. I really do. How about like My Three Sons? Did you ever watch that? No. This is scary that this shit is retained in my brain because I literally haven't watched that show in. 104 years, but I mm, weird. The one, the one in my head right now is just raise your. Remember the um the little like the the beginning <laughs> of the couch. the season where it's like <laughs> the season was like will they will they be friends? Will this friend group make it through season yeah. eight? Just it was all slow. <laughs> just raise your glasses high. Fighting, fighting, fighting. This one's for you tonight. I wish they would have like done it. <laughs> on like 33 speed on the record instead of like the slowed down version <laughs> it could have been like <laughs> like that would have been a little more applicable relevant oh my gosh <laughs> well so we already talked about Jack's coming at Andy like why well, yeah, you have something against me and and he's like, it's it's my job, Jax, to call you out. Oh, oh my I'm god, the best I've ever been. You know what I you know what I liked about this? Jax did this like a couple times when he was like trying to confront Andy, but like he, he still like has respect for him because he knows better. So he's like, um, you know, I've got thick skin, but it is wearing away. <laughs> like he was doing this like un like like this like little three part laugh at the end where he was like trying to make it like light but it yeah. was like so he's all <laughs> like he was like so <laughs> he's like Andy I forgot how to laugh you're... Brady how do you laugh you pretend you're sneezing and coughing at the same time and it comes out like <laughs> that's how you do it okay She's... so cough and sneeze. She's like, hold on, let me go get some corn. It'll help. <laughs> um, like maneuver, so then you'll go. <laughs> and that's how you do it. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to piss my pants. Stop. <laughs> what did you just say? Do a, do a Heimlich? Yeah, she's because she's he ate too much corn out of the can, so she does a Heimlich, and you know that's just like <coughs> <coughs> now speed that up with like, a little like, bit of an accent. Out <laughs> 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 a whole bunch of corn kernels, <coughs> and there you have it. Now we have as husband and wife matching laughs. We should put that on T-shirt, and I'll always take up for my husband. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. See, well, this this was a good episode. Like th- th- this was a good one. Okay, so so Andy's like, "Dude, Jax, it's my job to take up for you. I mean, it's my job to, you know, to question you. Like this is what I do. Don't you get it? Like if I don't ask you the hard questions, like and he's like show. And he's like and he's like and um Jax, I have to say that like possibly part of the disconnect here is that you don't watch the show so maybe watch the show and see what we all see you know but like I, I like how like Jax is like sitting there and he's like kind of sitting in this bubble and he's like I don't get it like I am a good person like 
in my regular life, like everyone sees me as a good person. So when suddenly someone brings up that I'm not a good person, it's like very confusing to me because you can see all of my past work, all of my charity work. A lot of people in my life think I'm a good person. My cross emojis, all of that stuff should equal (laughs) up to like being a good, like I thought I was doing better. And everyone's like, actually, Jack's like in no part of your life have you been a good person or does anyone think that? Like there's not one person out there that will vouch for you. No one. I mean, Zach Wickham will, but that's about it. I mean, that's all that really matters, though, is getting the support of a main cast member like that. Yeah. Um, but And that's the thing. It's like anytime Jax does try to do something good, he, he takes it away because he has to make sure everyone knows and sees that. Even when he's, like, going to the Covenant house, I've been bringing clo- Brittany's clothes here for years on the trees. i got to let everyone know what I'm doing. I'm giving uh, a Christmas tree because everyone needs a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I think the Christmas tree thing was so sweet, but I also think that, like, when you're super, you know, when you don't have a lot of money or things are tight, like, the Christmas tree is the last thing that you need. Like, you could put, I'd rather put up, like, a paper tree cut out of, like, some well, trash that, and, like, maybe provide food for my family versus a tree. I don't know. Christmas meal, also because ornaments are fucking expensive. Yeah, they're, which we, they're like, $5 an, an ornament. Which it's we, like so, we, Yeah, which we found out from trying to decorate the tree. <laughs> right yeah exactly the amount of money that we have spent on this podcast is insane <laughs> trying to to get faith ornaments all that stuff you know yeah. pumpkin <laughs> pumpkin content seriously oh man okay so, so yeah Sheena and dana she gives her the present of the psychic reading and she explained she just assumed because she had such a moving positive experience with Tyler Henry and then she did say as has a lot of this cast because remember Kristen and Stassi were on that too uh-huh. and and loved what he said so she had that you know thought but then Dana just loses it and said she wasn't ready and I guess I'm not really going to comment on someone's grief uh, no you know what you know what I liked about I I loved that Dana opened up further about it and more than that I appreciate that she said that she knew that Sheena had good intentions like I I felt like she cleared that up and she was like I know that what Sheena meant because I felt like again the way that was edited it like you couldn't tell if she was mad at Sheena so I was glad that she cleared that up because I think that you know when it comes down to it it was it was a nice thought but just like you know maybe someone isn't ready for therapy like it's their choice when they're ready so yeah it's not one one size fits all it just yeah and especially and, and especially some people may not be comfortable um you know sharing that and I actually get um get a feeling and this is like totally reading into it but I get a feeling from Dana that she's like actually like a little bit nervous to hear what her mom like if her mom did come through what her mom would say about her like I I feel a lot of fear around and a lot of I feel like that's kind of the way she acts too is she puts up this wall like she said acting like a different like kind of like a tough person taking care of herself and I wonder Mm -hmm. if if um if she's a little worried about like what her mom would say about that or like if her mom would say you know Dana like I you know just relax and like just like you know be open you know like I I I don't know it just it seems like I don't think she wants to share that with everyone and that is I completely get it yeah and on camera yeah for sure she's gonna lose it she she lost it on this confessional so much so at just the 
the topic of this that yeah, I can't was, imagine how really, bad it would be on camera with a psychic reading. Yeah, it was so very, I, it was very heartbreaking, and um, and I, I felt like one of the more uh, real moments that you know, like where anytime anyone talks about losing their parent, like it's very hard. But this one was, it brought everyone to tears. You know, there's there's a lot of. Um, you know, loss on the show. And I thought she did a really great job of conveying that. And I get that, how she said, like, I've never, ever felt home again because she doesn't have a relationship with her dad, doesn't have a home. So I always think, like, I still have my childhood home. I can go see my mom. But, like, when that time comes, I'm going to, like, yeah, probably feel lost. Like, I've always had a home, you know? It's like even when you hear me talk, oh, I'm going home. It's like, well, I've lived out here longer than I lived there, but, you know, I'm going home. It's like, so I can't, if that's how she feels, that's, I'm sure that's that how was, I'm going to feel. That was heartbreaking. That was very, very heartbreaking. And I and I felt that on, like, such a deeper, like, she even means, like, yeah, there's, like, your physical home, but it's even more than that. Like, it was, that yeah. was, that was deep. That was gnarly. Yeah, she, yeah, she meant home as in, like. Yeah, the, like, in her uh, heart. Yeah, it was very yeah. sad. Um, yeah. the, the only thing that I didn't like <laughs> was when she kind of gave Jax a pass for how he's treating his mom. Not a pass, but she did <sighs> acknowledge that sometimes, um, you know, it's not the right choice to have someone in your life that's not working. And, I mean, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I just, um, I don't trust Jax enough to think that that's why he's doing it. It does make me wonder, since his sister is also not speaking to the mom, what that, you know, what really happened there. But um, I did. Can you imagine being the mom and watching your son say, I lost both my parents? No. And it's like, basically, you're saying she's dead to you, which that would just be so crushing. But um, I did, but if I was watching it, depending on how I was feeling, I would have a little tiny sliver of hope that, you know, uh, my son and my daughter were like, kind of worried about me during this pandemic. It seemed like they were at least concerned enough to be like, I wonder what, what mom is doing. And, you know, like how this is affecting her business. She has a business, you know, that had to shut down. Like, there's a lot of factors of, you know, what's going on in the world right now and how it's affecting people. So I felt like that showed a little bit of something from Jax, you know, like a a little bit of a thought. I I don't know. Yeah. So maybe a little bit of hope there. Okay. Pivoting over as Ariana pivoted her comments from Stassi to Lala. We're talking about Lala talking shit on Ariana's house, not Stassi. And Stassi's like, I've got a bone to pick with all of you about this. Um, She's like, it's okay, though. Like, I like that she owned up to Ariana's comments. Like, they didn't bother her. And she's like, I am a snob. I am Regina George. And I did have bad credit. And I'm like, I mean, I love that she said all those things about herself but at the same time ooh, the timing of this it's like everyone in the last week you know entitled white privilege snobby bitch whatever it's like ooh, that timing was just a little crazy yeah um because she was kind of glorifying it. it's like i mean she does glorify that regina george attitude and unfortunately that's also what got her in trouble yeah, no. exactly. And and I, I've actually seen that theory a lot, you know, saying like, we, you know, we lifted Stassi up as the bad girl of Vanderpump Rules. We liked her mean behavior. That's, blo- you know, this is, this is the product of that. But um, I, 
I I don't know. I I was disappointed in this scene when it happened. I feel like I feel like it was very obvious it wasn't Stassi that said this. I feel like Stassi should have cleared this up the second that it happened that she wasn't the one who said it. And so I I don't I wasn't loving the fact that it came time to talk about this scene and Stassi interjected herself that she had a bone to pick like I mean, I, I guess Ariana is the one who talked about her, so she had to address it. But it just seemed weird. Like, we didn't need to hear from Stassi in this moment. You know what I mean? Like, Ariana should have said, I'm sorry, Stassi. And Lala, why did you say that? Like, nothing ever went back to Lala. Yeah. It was weird. Exactly. Yeah. They, I wanted Lada, Lala to account for it, to apologize for it. I wanted that dialogue between Ariana and Lala, and we didn't get it. Yeah, but it, what we got was, like, that Sheena got it wrong. It was kind of like, wait, that, like, nothing, what? Like, we we know. We know that already. Like, that was, I don't know. Yeah, I, and Sheena said sorry, so it's not really about her. You know, you already worked out that part. You worked it out at the Tom Tom bar. Yeah. You worked it out here, yeah, so what, we don't care. What we, what we didn't work out is Lala saying why she said that. Exactly. So that was, you know, that, that was weird. I like that Stassi said she did have bad credit. Relatable. Yeah. Um, you know, for so many people. It gives everyone hope out there that does, you know, look, you can buy a $2 million house even if you had bad credit a couple years ago. Yeah, just buy it in cash. It's fine. <laughs> um, now, what did... I rewound this a couple times and I just couldn't make it out. So as Ariana said... She's pivoting her Stasi comments over to Lala now. Brittany said something. It was like, I don't know, something kind of smug or something, but I couldn't hear, understand it. She said, um, yeah. she said, how, um, she goes, I'm going to pit everything I said. And then she goes, Brittany said, how broke are you, Ariana? And Tom and Ariana did not laugh, look, or like anything. It was, yeah, how I felt broke like it had are to be you? Something because they were both all of a sudden got real serious and solemn. And it's like, <sighs> what so was she talking about like because she has spent so much on her house like now she's broke at versus like everybody else got a deal on their furnishings or like um, it's a scam for sure though yeah well that the the reaction to their faces definitely showed that there was something there oh Bertie's such a sweetheart though um i do have i do have to say i feel like it has paid off you know the time that they um they took to do their house because it is so different looking than the other two like their their aesthetic is completely different it seems like um Mm -hmm. you know i I think that's cool i think it's cool that their house is tailored to them and I, i i just i don't understand like the the jabs it's really weird like it's it's like the the they're holding up a mirror reflecting back on themselves mad that they they didn't do it or something. I, I don't know. It's really weird. Yep. No, for sure. It's yeah, they're projecting. So then Again, Jax is always jealous of Sandoval. He's mad yes. about the Tom Tom yeah. thing. That's why he like did the just add X thing. Like he's it's all these underlying things that I he's do, mad about. I do feel like though the way um the way Tom and Jax are with each other, they literally go out of their way to do each thing opposite from each other. Like to to show like Jax is different from me and I'm different from Jax. Like I do think and I think that that can annoy everybody sometimes because like they like literally are like you're picking that well I'm picking this you know what I mean like they they go mm. back and forth with each other I think yeah but um so then they cut to a commercial and they come back and it's like a stupid little like oh look at we're on a group t- 
text. And like they're showing like the text and it's like, I want a Bloody Mary right now. Oh, I had 12 Diet Cokes. Did it? You know, it was just like, uh, to me, that yeah. it, it wasn't that funny. And uh, no, I, I don't know. Didn't do it for me. And Bo's like, sorry, Jax, you're not on the thread. And it's like, okay, <laughs> now who's on the thread? What kind of thread is going around now? Yeah, that's just Jerry was standing behind Stassi and Bo. He's like, this is great. You guys are texting. Oh, this is great. Stassi, Stassi, what'd you say? What'd you say? Hey, hey, guys, let's put this up. Stassi's texting. I have a feeling that, like, the dog babysitter was Jerry. Yeah. He was there because, like, he, like, they're supposed to be quarantined. And at this point, it was, like, very serious, you know, like, where, you know, for the date and stuff, like, it was not like it is yeah. now and it was Jerry's like I, I'll be there I will be there I'll make sure your dogs are quiet I'll make sure you guys have your drinks don't worry I wouldn't be surprised if Jerry actually just quarantined with them I know I know I mean because either. they're building that her new show her spinoff maybe he was recording her digital series that was such a hit yeah 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 <laughs> and he's gonna shop that around to like a Wii network or TLC or maybe well those are a little too high you know is the UPN still around (laughs) the CW I don't know (laughs) channel 17 I don't know yeah (laughs) anyone anyone (laughs) takers (laughs) so we go back to yet another dumb conversation of the Dana Brett Max (sighs) storyline Like, we don't care. We didn't care during the show. We don't need to talk about it yet again. We already talked about this on Reunion 1. And I don't understand. Like, Dina made it very clear. Like, she was over Max. She wished she'd met Brett before Max. Blah, blah, blah. I'm good off you. Yeah. And then Max said he and Brett were like the Toms, inseparable. So I understand that. It seems more of a friend betrayal. But where Brett comes from... Having sex with the same girl, it's okay. I don't get it. It's fine. Oh, my God. Um, really quick, going back to Jax, really quick. What about, like, when he's like, um, Andy, like, Andy always says it out for me. And then, like, under, like, he loses the argument to Andy, and he's like, this is the worst reunion ever. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> he looks off to the side, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, when a whore <laughs> makes that, <laughs> 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 sound yes oh my gosh (laughs) okay yeah so then so we're talking about like we see another dana brett max montage and it's like seriously during this three-part reunion they have brought this up so many times like like sarah just said we've already put it to bed like seven times i can't believe at the at like the very end of the reunion the last thing that we're going to talk about besides the witches of weho being dunzo we talk about this yeah nobody cares no one cares just wasted valuable time i mean the only good thing that came out of this was um they talk about um you know sheena's um um, 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 clone. You know what? What was going on with that? So it was kind of crappy. Mm. They didn't even say her name. You know, they're like Sheena's clone. Yeah, like that. I don't know. Especially how it... since they don't allow her to speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe we could just have her on as um unknown guests or Sheena's clone. You know, yeah. Sheena's clone. Yeah. Talk about disrespectful. They don't. They. That's all they call her, and yet she can't speak because she's such a main cast member. 
fine. Yeah. Whatever. Um, the thing about this was at the end of, because I don't care, oh, Brett said it was moving too fast, blah, blah, blah. Again, they zoomed in on Kristen. And so when, when Dana said she doesn't care, she all this did for her is it helped her figure out herself out of all this bullshit and everyone like cheers like yay Dana go Dana and then they zoom to Kristen and she's doing like a slow clap while like looking annoyed like whatever nobody does this for me like she looked super annoyed yeah I don't yeah. know yeah she did yeah. So, um, yeah, the Danica Kara situation, she just said, yeah, she was inserting herself into a situation, so I told her to bounce, and she didn't want to, and then LVP yells at Danica again. She's like, when you're in the hospitality industry, you cannot be explosive like you were. We're going to need to talk before we move forward with anything. Yeah, that, ooh, that was gnarly. Like, she saved your show, Lisa, so shut up. (laughs) Take you and your fake apology of, I was unaware of any of these remarks. It's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with you, and you're lying bullshit. Did, now, I don't remember that Danica admitting to pushing like in in the the episode when that happened, she didn't admit to it, right? And then like I thought even after she didn't, but then in this episode she's she like, she did I... after. Oh, she did. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she said she denied it in the episode because she said she was trying to save face and yeah. not kicked out and not tell Lisa. But then later, I don't know if it was the after show confessional and then interview, um, she did say that yeah, she did. Okay. That's cool. So. I mean, not cool that she pushed her, but nice that she admitted it. Um, right. So. And then he, Andy asked about James and Randall and basically just said they're good now. And yeah, we heard James on Randall and Lala's podcast as well as Raquel. And God, they just, anytime they have a guest on, like, you know, Randall's been, you know, he was good on the show. I liked him on the podcast. But he sure blows smoke up their ass. Like, when he first had Stassi on, it was like he was introducing Meryl Streep. He's like, everybody, the number one podcaster in the world, the trailblazer. She's got, you know, she's this and this. And it's like, you're talking about Stassi Schroeder, okay? Yeah, the like, person calm who's down. No one in reality TV has ever done what she has done. Stassi like, Schroeder. Oh. Yeah, not quite exactly. But he did the same thing with James and Raquel. And it was just, he just, I mean, like, it's kind, you know, to really blow up your guest and compliment the shit out of them. But he did that with James and with Raquel when they were on their podcast. So, yeah, they're fine now. And James and Raquel were invited to the wedding. Um, TBD on what's happening with their wedding. Yeah. I mean, I know they said September now, which... If filming was to start, the rumor was it was starting September 1st, so they could film Lala. You know what would be very interesting? If they do start filming and they do get married in September and film it, I mean, we're going to have Stassi on the show. She's a bridesmaid. Oh, my God. No, I, I, um... I think, or do you think she'll say it's too painful to go? Or they'll just blur, blur her out, like, you know... No, I I think that um, 
if if they were like if the show continues it would be smart to like they'll have everyone like in the opening scene they'll talk about everything and then um yeah they're gonna like the uh, a huge storyline will be is she gonna come you know right. like it's yeah I, I think it will and then like for the storyline to continue with with um Jackson Brittany would be like what does Stassi think like when he does something bad or something like they're they will still use that just like they use people who aren't on the show constantly I I don't know well think about if if they do film Lala's wedding they're gonna film her bridal shower her bachelorette party uh, all things Stassi. So is Stassi going to be on the show then? Because those are all things a bridesmaid attends. I mean, didn't they already do that though? Like, didn't she already have her stuff like minimally through? Um, like they may she have did? already they may have already filmed stuff. Well, they were doing that one in March, but it got canceled. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah, it was like it was. They were talking about it the week before, and then that's when quarantine hit. So okay. she didn't get to have it. Okay. Um, did you hear that that Lisa was having like a little party the other day at a restaurant? No. Yeah, apparently she she had like um, I forget how many people someone counted. It was like thirty seven people on an open patio in a restaurant or something. She was having a little get together. Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to... I don't know what's going to happen. Again, like, my personal thing is I, I would like to see the show canceled. I would. I feel like that would... It needs to be. Um, I'm done. And I'm done come with back. it. And, um, and then come back as something else or nothing at all? Um, I don't know. I, I, I may be open for, you know, like a little bit of a Vegas slash tom tom thing if yeah if it's like repackaged but i i just feel like vanderpump rules has run its course and like in order to be successful like it tr- it needs to end the jackson britney stuff is too it's it's too much like it, it just it cannot continue and well, i they can't yeah they have to be gone yeah and then if they're gone then like what's the point like i i just i don't everyone getting along exactly. yeah like I, I don't well, know. Well, they'd really have to focus on some storylines, but unfortunately, they missed the whole volatile, explosive up and down with Danica and Brett. Now they're getting along great. So what's there to film? And Charlie's in a happy relationship. So is there anything to film there? You know, and also he's not going to be on the show because he lives in San Diego, it's much like Sheena and Brock. He can't film because he's in San Diego. So yeah, what is it? what would it be they'd have to you know embroil new cast members either at you know tom tom or or something i have a feeling like i know that sheena says that he won't film and he says he's busy but i feel like if um if they really will film but but he just can't full time but i mean i feel like i bet if he gets a little taste that he will and he will find someone to do what he does and train someone down there like it seems like to like a foolish thing to do to waste being on tv if you could i don't know yeah well it would certainly bring a lot more business to his gym if he yeah. filmed more yeah for sure but um yeah i don't know i i don't know yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see but then you know part of me like the part that is so invested in this show and that has watched it from the beginning i i do want to see like it's like makes me a little bit sad that like we aren't going to see lala and randall's wedding or you know some of the stuff that's going to happen it's you know it's like ah but whatever <laughs> well we are regardless so yeah 
Um, okay, so then the final parts is Andy asks Kristen if he misses if she misses a friendship with Katie and Stassi, and she's like, "Oh, I miss a friendship, but not the bullshit." Um, I wish I could have shared my house with you guys, with Alex. Like, Alex, the guy you've been dating for a month and a half that you said last week. Alex with you. All these monumental moments I wish I could have shared. And uh, Stassi and Katie said nothing. Silence. Crickets. Why, why couldn't Alex, like, pop in like everybody else did? Yeah, if he was quarantined with her. Good point. I mean, um, that's kind of telling of where, you know, she is on the show too I mean well now she's not on the show but um, Mm -hmm. I would have kind of been like hey like what the heck but also it goes you know they've always you know everyone always says like you have to be open with the producers and let them know what's going on in your life and constantly you know putting yourself out there and at that point Kristen to be fair hadn't really put it out there you know like she she had but um, if if like you're comparing Brock and Alex, like Brock had obviously been you know around a lot more, and Sheena's been very open about him. Yeah, right. And he was so. at BravoCon and everything. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then they asked Jackson, Tom, where do they go from here? And Jackson's like, I'm just happy with the current status. And he's like, You mean like with Tom on hold? Yeah, I'm fine. And then Brittany's like, I think if they got together and they were just talking, they could probably work something out. And Jack's like, Brittany, don't contradict me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I mean, that really is, uh, besides the season finale where they all walked away separately, which would have been a beautiful series finale um, moment, and, and that may be the moment we're left with, um, this this really tops it off Um Jack's snapping at Brittany. Don't contradict me. I mean, that really puts the cherry on the cake, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, this is this is reality now. This is her life, right yeah. there. Yeah. Him snapping at her. Don't you contradict me? Now go make me a sandwich. Ugh. Um. And like the the whole cast like reacts to when Jack's acts like that. Like, and to. To me, that it, it, I don't know, I don't know what I would do if I was part of this friend group and like, and everyone was acting like this. Like, no, Jax, don't be mean to Brittany, not that. No, no, no. Like, it's, it's, it's so bizarre. Like, um, I, I, what it comes down to is like, is Brittany shouldn't, you know, it's, it's Brittany's choice. She needs to get out of that, is what it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's pretty dark. Well, Without the cameras and the fame and the red carpets and the money rolling in, they're both going... I'm not saying she's in it for money and the fame. I mean, I believe she's delusional enough to actually think she loves him. But but without all those perks that offset the bad times and the abuse and everything, it's going to be real heavy, I think, in that household. He's going to be snapping right and left. She's going to be frustrated I hope they figure it out before they have kids. Yeah, me too. So, and like, you know, any updates on Sherry? No, I've been looking and um, I haven't seen anything. So I, I, I hope she's okay. Did she okay. go there? Did Brittany fly there? Do you know? I mean, I know it's 
tough because you probably can't visit, you know, people can't see people in the hospital or like one person can, you know. Um, but yeah, you'd think she'd want to be close for when she can. Well, where was Jax when he when he had that bonfire and he was like missing my dad? Um, was he with his sister? Did so? Did he go to like Michigan and where does his sister live again? I don't know, but she like, lives in Michigan. Okay, yeah, yeah, I thought Jax was there, so I thought maybe Jax went to his sister and then Brittany went to her mom. But I don't know. I don't know what's going yeah. on with them. I don't know. I'll let them. Yeah, they're, I hope. They're, I hope she's okay. Me too. I do too. I hope she's okay. That's really scary. And I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that's it. You know who can <laughs> This was the podcast of I mean, we, we made it a whole other season. You guys have been so awesome. The podcast has just blown up, you know, recently and throughout the seasons. We've grown so much. So thank you guys for sticking with us. And We'd love it if you gave us a good rating or a comment. Yes, um, it, it if you really, have- really helps us not a good rating to give then dm us and let us know why and maybe we'll have a good conversation about it with you you can email us you guys vanderpump rules party at gmail.com you can dm sarah at pumpers nation on instagram or twitter um if you want to leave a voicemail you know we'll be back we can play your voicemails on the air it's 805 vander 8 and we will be back with some fun stuff so this is not the end um as per usual we keep going so yeah and like and when you guys write us messages like you have no idea how awesome that makes us feel like sarah said she's been receiving a ton of dms and i have too and like sometimes people send us emails like shout out to roxy who just gave birth and was listening to our podcast in the hospital to pass the time like when we hear things like that it's like oh my gosh like this Sarah and I like literally feel like we're talking to ourselves and then like to hear that like people truly listen is like oh my god like this is so cool um it's so I know she just had a baby but but it's it's hard because she had she was alone because her husband was what because you know with the quarantine it's and if you don't have people to watch your baby it's like it's tough so gosh I hope you got home safely and everyone's healthy happy and well but thank you yeah and so many people have had babies during this and are pregnant like there it's there's a lot going on right now with with everything so we're just so happy to be with you guys in the car or on your phones or wherever so like thanks for listening and yeah we'll be back soon bye bye